Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. All right. Well, news this week. Period. Absolutely. <laughs> Getting straight into it. Um, the girl, there ain't nothing going on. <laughs> No, That's there good, is actually we- one thing going on, but it's kind of significant. And I read up on it like two weeks ago, but then I was like, I need to actually like do the whole thing. Like there's some news stories where I got to like win the strike. I remember, I remember when we did the CSO strike in like 2019, that was like a whole thing I had to write up because there's so many different things to remember, like mm-hmm. sensitive information. And that story is one of those so i'm like i need to actually take notes on that it's the whole thing i don't know if you've seen what's going on at cim but they're going who was telling me about that oh yeah i heard it shout out to the students they Mm. was like "Mm." that's what we're talking about yeah so i maybe i'll do that next week okay unless yeah um yeah other than that i mean girl ain't nothing going on people um applying for stuff are you oh maybe we shouldn't announce that yet we're not going to announce that yet um but sphinx is happening again we've talked about this on the show before um they have a universal deadline for october 23rd which is like all of their programs um sphinx venture fund get you some money um sphinx lead the competition sopa which is sphinx orchestral partners auditions also get you some money um that's going on let us know if you uh you know get any of that if you get a bag go ahead donate to classicallyblackpodcast.com um but also the main thing i want to say in the news is that we have a little something going coming up we are doing um we'll post about it on social media which me and you gotta talk about if you want me to do that or what girl i'm tired of talking about stuff well (laughs) So we have a meeting like every night. Yeah. It's a lot coming down. It's gonna be cute. It's gonna be real cute, y'all. But I see Delaney a lot, which is great. But it be like at 10 p.m. It be on Sunday. Y'all know how I feel about Sunday. I forgot how I forgot to add our impromptu meeting that we had on Thursday, and now I forget how long and what time we was on there. Oh, you it know what? I like, check Facetime log. It was like two and a half hours. We also. Cause I remember, cause I was like, I was sick of napping between rehearsals, and then we also never figured out when we was gonna meet and do that thing. Let's do Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should meet Monday. We'll talk. Probably not in front of these people, but I refuse to do anything else this weekend. So I, I'm putting my foot down. I'm so sorry. We doing this. <laughs> I'm doing a little Beethoven tomorrow. I'm not doing nothing else. I'm so sorry. My brain is literally going to. Is that a challenge? You know, I'm Katie. Katie was like, I need a moment of silence because, okay, (laughs) I'm very detail oriented. So I'm always going to bring up something else we need to talk about. Oh, we need to do this. Oh, we need to talk about how we finna do this. Oh, we got to do this. Like, and I understand how stressful that can be. Imagine how stressful it is for me who lives in my head. I was like, Delaney, please. Because before you hear any of it, I'm hearing it. And and mind you, I be filtering stuff out. That's why I be so overwhelmed. Because sometimes I be like, okay, I'm not trying to be like whatever. So I'm just doing myself. Well, also, 
Yeah. So Ooh, if, that's, if that's a challenge, you're not doing anything else this weekend. Putting I'd your rather, foot down. Like, I, I know can we look out for future Katie. Get I a little do. shovel and pry your foot up. <laughs> I like to look out for future Katie. I will not be doing that this time around. Like she can handle that next week. I don't got no orchestra next week. That's gonna make a big difference Uh-oh. in my schedule. I mean, but then I have to teach next week which I didn't have to do that last week. So there's no, um, there's, <laughs> there's no peace, but you know what? Like I got told Delaney, I'm enjoying myself. Um, yeah, there's really only one missing ingredient. Yep. That, that's really it. Like this is totally fine. It's just one missing ingredient and like, we good. I mean, I'm having a good time. Career wise. Like a lot of the stuff we're doing is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna hear about it, which I know is very annoying to say, but, but, you can't this is what it is so y'all really need to first of all turn on post nah, notifications on the way that richard snapped i was i scream oh my god it looks so freaking good and oh. if you want to know before anybody else that's our patreon classic yeah. or mm, patreon.com slash classic black podcast like it's giving uh what i was finna say um, is that we will post on our social media soon ish because we we getting to that time on the twenty fifth October twenty fifth at seven p.m. Central we're having another movie night where we're live tweeting. Oh yeah, we're watching The Devil's Violinist. You know we said this this month is all spooky episodes and stuff, so we're doing The Devil's Violinist October twenty fifth, seven p.m. Central. Mark your calendars, and we are going to be live tweeting on. Uh, Twitter at Classic Black Pod. That's our Twitter handle. Um, and yeah, come watch it. It's it's available for free. The movie is free on Tubi and on Freevee slash Amazon Prime. Um, and actually some other stuff too. But those are the ones you really need to know, or you can just Google it if you want to use. There's something I think it's like Sling or whatever. It's free on there too. Oh, I heard about Sling. I don't know what that is. So yeah, it's free at a lot of places. They just want somebody to watch it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here we are. So we will be watching it. And if you cannot watch it, do not worry. The next episode that comes out after that, which is on October 30th, will be our review. Um, But if you can, live tweet with us. Watch it in real time with us. Period. Yeah. And that's all I got. Great. What's going on? So there was a trend on Twitter, which is where I get most of my ins- my uh, intermission inspiration. Um, and people were talking about like it, it's not even like a trend, really. It comes up every quarter. I feel like where people like tweet like this, and it, so people will be like tweet like a, or they'll be like, oh, they'll be like flirt like this. So people were saying like flirt like a straight man, and people were like quoting it, and it'll be like eyes in the thing i love my favorite is um without me or no oh, invite gosh. it's like it sounds like a joke until it happens in real life it's crazy what are we doing you know but so we thought we would do that i gave delaney three prompts um to tweet like and yeah the first one is uh i'm on the wrong page of my notes so that's great i love that for me it's gonna High school violinist. Go like this. Okay. Um, tweet like a high school violinist. 
I cheated on this one a little bit. Um, yeah. So I says tweet. It says tweet like you're an obnoxious high school violinist, and there was this particular thing. Like when I was thinking about Twitter high school violinist, the number one thing that comes to mind is not a particular tweet, but having a two set violin stand account. That was the they most have stand accounts. Katie, that is the most surprising. Thing. I was shocked, and they like will if you say something. They like will swarm and like private quote tweet all your stuff. Like That's they have crazy. stands on Twitter. They are deep. It's actually fascinating. I mean, it's something for everybody. So, which I'm like, where y'all at? <laughs> why? Why? Why y'all? First of all, ain't nobody talking about this. That's that's one thing. Ain't nobody argue with. But also, nobody saying nothing bad about us. Y'all don't have to defend us. Right. Period. Also, where 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 y'all classic black stand accounts at? Could you imagine if we had one? That would be so weird. Yeah. How would y'all even stand like? Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't do that. It's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you could do it, but ain't nothing to say. Ain't nothing to say. Like further down the line, it's gonna be something to say. But like right now, what you really? You know. Yeah. Especially like I feel like Beyonce stand accounts and stuff like that. They take stuff that she posts and like repost them or whatever or like they go i mean what you what you can do get on twitter and be like this is my favorite top five uh classic like episodes to date like there's stuff which, in the stand which by the way if you want to do that you could actually just work for us <laughs> right <laughs> but more than having a stand account you could just run our accounts <laughs> right all oh, right i need to post a black excellence i have it queued up i did it during intermission um and then intermission was over so i had to go do it today's saturday okay that's fine or you could come do it for me okay um mine is um you know don juan is really not that hard oh brother because people like especially like i remember this being that age every nothing's too hard every day it's not even that bad like okay girl Okay, the second one is tweet like music is a universal language. Now, this is kind of an insider because there was like a lot of controversy on classical music Twitter, I feel like, when somebody was talking about music as a universal language. Now, I was shocked when I saw it because I thought we evolved past that, but then I forgot that y'all are classical musicians, like no offense. But um, so anyway, uh, tweet like, I want to talk about that in, at length at a future date because I think it's an interesting conversation that I feel like literally only classical musicians hold that opinion um but tweet like music is a universal language so you know as we know the U.S. is funding or and or dabbling into wars outside of this country right now and I've I feel like and I know there's somebody who has tweeted if only they put down the guns and pick up an instrument I feel like because the, I know there's somebody thinking like if they would just join and play, if they would just yeah. like I like I understand music can be moving and all that type of stuff, but like y'all also be so unrealistic with that. Yeah, where y'all think like they finna meet at the border of Gaza and have a freaking jam hey, session and all I will be well. Like <laughs> I gotta y'all gotta be serious. Y'all gotta be serious. They're not. Um, or they actually are <laughs> which is unfortunate um, mine is check out 
this beautiful recording of Vaughn Williams, The Lark Ascending, as you celebrate Indigenous People Day. speechless <laughs> I'll never forget that a certain classical music institution I saw a tweet happy Columbus Day slash indigenous people day I was like you have to pick one you, <laughs> you have to <laughs> you have to you can't <laughs> you, you can't a- just bundle those up in one post <laughs> Google Calendar has both of them like pick a side that's crazy <laughs> Um, the last one is uh, tweet like you run DEI for a problematic institution. <laughs> this face, it's gonna be trifling. Go ahead. What you come up with? Um, I feel we're excited to be considering several diverse candidates for our next music director, but we will not be sacrificing quality. And I feel, and the reason why this is so funny to me is because I have heard somebody say that verbatim. <gasps> yep. Okay. I heard somebody said it verbatim. They were like, and it was actually longer than that. I shortened it because it was a tweet, but they were like, and you know, we're, we're prioritizing diversity, but you know, we're not, we can't sacrifice any quality and all this type of stuff. And went on this long thing and everybody in the room was just kind of like, yeah, that's not, oh, I thought, (laughs) (laughs) and that's the thing. I had to call in some friends a couple of weeks ago because I, we were talking about the situation I had which one day I am finna air out I'm just gonna wait until probably like a decade from now cause I got something to say but anyway I, I, I was talking about the situation and whatever and it's like we were talking I'm trying not to like get too deep into it but basically um I was telling them that in this position this very whatever this is classically black I don't know people know people listen to me run my mouth if I'm giving an opportunity to recommend a black person, I will always do so. Literally always. Kind of like, what's the point of people asking me for recommendations? If that doesn't mean that, like, I remember I recommended um, a friend of mine for something a couple of weeks ago. He's white. <laughs> like, it, that, whatever, right? But I, it, I will always have a black person in mind. I know lots of black people. And, um, and they were like, well... Da, da, da. and I was like and then the quality I'm like I found it very interesting that you as two black people I never said anything about I never said anything about this but the minute I mentioned the minute I mentioned black people now the word quality is being thrown around by you two black people like you have to, I'm like you I'm like you should sit with that and think about why that is um especially like in this particular um instance like where we are all three um children of immigrants and i feel like there's a greater conversation that we will not have here but it's like you just have to check your anti-blackness and um it's like the minute black people come up now we consider inequality who said who said that you would think like yeah an executive director yeah probably should be someone incredibly qualified that goes without saying there's no reason to circle the block and be like oh let's just make sure let's flag that it's just like oh you consider some black people we'll just make sure like make sure all of you, a sudden like it's who, like what? the job requirements didn't change just because i'm considering black people why you all of a sudden you you feel like you gotta you gotta have that extra little like yeah, all, just to get us on the same page what page are we like okay 
Wow. Um, mine is blacks are an integral part of our community. Happy MLK Day. <laughs> First of all, I'm proud of you for um, you know that last part overcoming your fears, challenging oh, yourself. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. It's finally, you know what? It's really. It feels really good for me to finally have some support from you and on a public oh, platform. Brother. See, and there it goes. Um, but maybe I'll put some of these on our IG story during the week because I want to hear what y'all have to say. Would it be thread-like? What would that be over there? Or should I just put it in our IG story? Oof. Maybe we could do the same thing on Twitter. We'll talk because... Yeah. Um, I shouldn't want to talk. I don't. I do. <laughs> Wait, let me. Well, yes, actually, they're both both two things can be true at the same time. I do not want to talk, but also I do want to talk to you on Monday. So you need. I need one of them stationary mic stands because I'll be hitting this mic on stuff. Sorry, y'all. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I was telling Delaney a couple of weeks ago uh, that I had to I had to get a new car, which um, looking for the car names. She's silver, and um. I have to learn her because my old car, when it says like it said 12 miles, she meant 12 miles. Like I have actually 12 miles. I'm sitting in Starbucks, my gas light all on. I'm sitting in Starbucks line. I'm like, okay, the gas light on. Like I still got 12 miles left. Like what's the problem? I get to the window. You know how your car, you know how low your car got to be on gas for it to no longer show any, it will not tell you anything. It just has dots dashes where it used to say how many miles that's how low I was I started panicking I'm like oh my god it's got this car I'm gonna break down that's crazy and I'm like also like three blocks from home so it's also embarrassing because like I'm literally the Starbucks is up the street and but I got there barely by the grace of God I got to the gas station and filled up my tank and that's where I'm at there's no more gas there's it's just the fumes it's just the hydrogen and the carbon bonds Shout out to Milton All that right. are propelling my car, propelling my brain forward. There's nothing left. Well, luckily, nothing. I'm there to get behind the car and push. Oh, shout out to community. This Delaney being sweet to me. This is oh, a rare occurrence. I'm just happy that we got it twice on record. I, I didn't even mean that in a helpful way. <laughs> I meant that in a trifling like. And I'm happy you're seeing the real side of Delaney. This is great. This is my best I'm day. joking because I am also there. So what we finna do? We two cars out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> See, and get a man to push it. Cause one thing I told, I don't mind being a damsel in distress. I there was a there was a there was a bug in my car. I used to have word very lightly because I've never seen that creature before. It was a bug, like crustacean bird thing. I've never seen it before. It looked like one of them bugs where it was a six day, and the and guy had like thirty minutes left. He's like, what what else could I make? That's what that creature looked like. I turned, I look over at my shoulder. I see it just on my window. I couldn't it was crawling into my car i can't roll the window up because half the bug will be in my car i've never seen this type of bug before what if i squish it and it turns into something else i don't know i get to the store i was going to i was i saw the first man i said can you kill this bug i don't mind being a damsel in distress so when we both and, and, ass, and clearly neither did he all right <laughs> right because see, see i can't even say what i want to say because <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't tell you what I told Delaney but I will say when he was like oh I don't know because I might be scared too ah, 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 ah. kill the bug <laughs> kill the bug <laughs> well I'll find another man who could do it I don't mind 
I don't mind. I don't. What, what I gotta be so hard about it for? I'm just a girl. I'm just a 13 year old girl <laughs> doing the best I can. <laughs> I keep forgetting to tell my mom you said that. <laughs> oh, I was complaining to my, Nadia, who wasn't on the show. She was on something else for Five School Black. Put me on. Put me on. Yeah. And I was complaining how like, yeah, my mom cut me off, and she was like, "Yeah, she should have. You're not a child." <laughs> You're 30. I was like, that's, first of all, keep the tone, all right? But yeah, just a 13-year-old girl doing the best I can to make it in this cold, cold world. Thank you. 13 is crazy. <laughs> 13? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yep. Wow. Just celebrated the big 3-0. Like how like I need to figure out how to make that more obnoxious because like I'm trying to no, find a, a way because you know how like turning ten is such a big deal because it's your first time in double digits and you, you will be in double digits until you turn hundred. I need to figure out how to say that with thirty so it has the same effect as like like you see how like you said like thirteen which is not my bit I got that from someone but I just took it because I I resonated with it. I need to figure out how to say yeah that's my that's my trifling um. That's my trifling goal of the week. To figure out how I can say this capture the girlhood essence of being 30. You know, like a second childhood. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, um yep. <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> um okay. So, like we said, this month, October, it's all spooky episodes. We doing, you know, little classical music, Halloween theme, anything, whatever. Last week, we did superstitions. This week, we talking about, what do you even call this? What's the word? They called her that, um, she's a spiritualist. Yeah, a medium. Yeah, 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 that's Yeah. So, we talking about, you know, the other, the other, the other realm okay okay some of y'all might have heard this story before this is new to me there was a woman um named rosemary brown and this she became really really popular in like the 70s for claiming that several canonic composers had come to her in i don't even know visions or whatever the heck in different ways was it clear how she how like I didn't I couldn't gather that was it a dream well she couldn't be dreaming because she was writing different ones came in different ways so the multiple composers came to her and basically like composed through her she claimed they was possessing her some of the composers that she claimed to have communicated with were Debussy which girl you could have hung up on him <laughs> yeah like um, been, like rebuking <laughs> <laughs> right start <laughs> having an exorcism right. <laughs> Foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Go get some holy water. Right. Um, Grieg, Liszt, Schubert, Chopin, Stravinsky, Bach, Brahms, Beethoven, Schumann, Robert Schumann, and Rachmaninoff. So those are some of the people that um, she claimed to, you know, communicate with. The first time that this happened, she was, I think, seven years old. Um, and yeah, seven years old 
and she saw that she saw a spirit with a long white hair and um like a flowing like jacket on and he told her that he was a composer and that he would make her a famous musician one day she didn't know who he was until years later when she saw a picture of list and realized like oh that's what that was so she was like apparently she believed that her both her parents and her grandparents were psychics so i could see also why Mm -hmm. you know she see him she like oh period me too um so a couple years later i mean not a couple years later she was seven grew up she got married then she was widowed and she had two kids and that's when all of this stuff started kind of popping off so apparently list contacted her again um and began transcribing original compositions uh she began um transcribing these compositions when i say that they came to her in different ways i know they said she said that list controlled her hands when she was at the piano apparently she had very little music training but she had had piano lessons um so list controlled her hands at the piano um he would give her a few bars and then she would write them down chopin told her what notes and to play and would guide her hands not like she because like show i mean it seemed like list was like possessing her quote unquote mm-hmm. but chopin was kind of like okay go to this note and he would guide her there but he wasn't like possessing her um and then schubert apparently tried to sing his compositions and beethoven and bach um dictated the notes those are the only composers that she's said like how they communicated with her obviously there's some people she didn't talk about greek wc rock modern all uh, i think i meant because I, I think i meant like so okay the but besides the list one because obviously he's controlling her hands but when they were dictating it to you because i remember she said like they would do it like no by no because she was not an accomplished musician like there's no way that she'd be able to do any of this stuff was he standing in the room with you what was it coming through yo you just heard it in the oh. ether that's what i meant yeah well, like or like it was it in a dream and then you remembered the dream like were you it seemed like she was at the piano so it seems mm. like she was awake and i think they were there because when she saw list she saw him yeah it was it wasn't clear like so Bach in there telling you okay F sharp D you know he's sitting next to you at the piano like I want to know the details like she dead now but like was he sitting next to you at the piano was he standing above you he's like no erase that like that's what I wasn't clear about it's so funny because so she claimed that when they was talking to her they was talking to her in English several of these composers did not speak English and so that was one of, of course, I mean, that was one of the main, I won't say main, but it was one of the many um, points that, you know, the people who did not believe her brought up. And she was like, well, you know, they, they, you know, they learn English in the afterlife. Because that's the first thing I'm going to do <laughs> when I finally am free from the affliction of this world. Let me go ahead and learn a little English. Like what? Um. So that's how she said they was communicating um, with her. The compositions that she made included she she wrote a forty page sonata which she said was from Schubert, a fantasy impromptu in three movements which she attributed to Chopin, uh twelve songs which she um also attributed to Schubert and two sonatas and two symphonies uh from Beethoven, um and that's just you know 
something of what of what she said. So yeah, she spirit medium, whatever. There was some people that believed her. Some actual apparently like some musicologists, of course. When she she um kind of rose to prominence in the seventies, and they made BBC made a documentary about it. Um, of course, like this is this whole thing, which is so crazy because a lot of people were also like, okay, so how come only these composers came to you? Like, mm-hmm. no women composer came to you. Nobody else. Like what's going on and I just find it I, I wish I knew more and maybe I can find out how but I knew more about like how things rise to like mainstream media or like not just mainstream like global but like even just like to be a story because for the BBC to even make a documentary about her like whatever like what made people think like okay yeah we gonna start covering this story about this lady who was possessed by these composers Cause like if I just went around and started telling people, yeah, 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 Beethoven came to me in a dream and he told me about that. Like, would anybody, would the New York Times start writing about me? I feel like, no. Well, I think it depends because if you, I feel like why this worked in Britain is one like I don't know anything. If listen, if you if you a Britoner, like don't not too much, but um, like if you if you live. I don't know anything about y'all society, but I would imagine like this time period, like in the 1970s, 60s, 70s, like it's just like, it was just classical music was just so at the, at the forefront. It's a smaller country, like so many things. So like this would have been like, Oh shoot. Like this sounds some, like something, there could be something there. And then also for her to this, the like, novelty of it where like, she's not a good musician. Um, so she she and also she's like not a composer so people were saying that a lot of her compositions like actually like Rachmaninoff could have wrote that in a way that it's not just like some composer or or music theorist that really can take apart like you know how in in um music theory you had to like write something in the style of Bach but it was like so much more elaborate than that and then she going around telling people like oh I got this symphony and stuff like that. I just feel like that's probably why BBC was like, let's go talk to her, see what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, I feel like here you have to say something like, oh, Prince is telling me all this stuff. And then you get on TikTok, like Prince is telling me, or like Tupac, like someone who's like culturally significant to America. And then it would be like, oh, they probably would. Then yeah, it it would be hard. Like I'm thinking, I mean, maybe it also it lended credibility to her that she had so much to show for it. Yeah, because there were so many completed compositions Mm -hmm. here. I mean, I also feel like it would be hard to do that here because, like, if I say, "Oh, Tupac came back through me," like, okay, I'm gonna start rapping like Tupac. I I feel like. You either people will either see you as if you look like the person, it just a celebrity impersonator, like, or like it, it just don't. I feel like it don't translate. Like I, I, I find it hard to see this even taking place outside of classical music. Yeah, that's a good point because you have to like rap the lyrics or sing the lyrics, and it's just like 
even if it was yeah, like uncanny it, like it's just it's just hard to do because some especially because like so many people are inspired by i feel like there's more like intricacies in classical music to yeah. see like especially like i don't know there are larger like stylistic things of course depending on the the era but also like i'm just trying to think about what are the things that i think the characteristics that make something in the style of a certain composer are more like minute than what makes something in the style of like another popular mm-hmm. music artist i'm so also thinking they, like what if what if you said like maya angela was talking through you and then you wrote some poems but then that's also like you could have studied my i feel like you could have not to obviously not to discount it's learning by angelou but like maybe if you were if you were a maya angelou scholar but then in the same scenario you wouldn't be you would be just some girl that you claim maya angelou didn't finish her life on on earth her work on earth and wanted to write poems and i feel like i see maybe that yeah i could see that more too and i also wonder though there are certain disciplines where people are more receptive to you if you do not have formal training and i feel like poetry Mm. and writing in general is probably one of them Mm. because like you know like a lot of really profound like writers and stuff like people just believe they inherently have that and like that's true for some composers earlier on but like these like quote-unquote like genius composers that many of which are on the list of people that she claims to be possessed by I feel like people the way people hold classical music in that regard of like it's very academic and all of this and this training and how you know like they hold it in that regard it was probably ha- it probably had more shock value and more like oh my god because she didn't have that training and yeah. so there was more likely to believe that it was possessed like her being possessed because it's like how could this person with no musical training do something that's on par with such and such whereas if i came out with some profound poems people would take them even though i'm just a rando like people would be like oh well this she's just a profound writer yeah like i I wouldn't even have to say i was possessed by maya angelou i I would just be a profound person and i just don't know maya angelou's work intimately enough to like say like how it's her writing style like obviously she has her own voice that's what made her like but now i'm wondering like see now we're down a different rabbit hole because i'm trying to figure (laughs) out like is maya angelou profound because her work is profound or is it because her voice is profound or obviously some probably a combination of that but like to what extent i'm trying know? to think of somebody oh you know what i was about to say i'm trying to think of somebody who i think has a strong like style i think maybe bell hooks oh and bell hooks, Morrison. Mm-hmm. i feel like because bell hooks like i remember reading and just being like i've never read anybody that writes like this and i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not no oh my gosh delaney she's literary she read everything so like there could be other things but i just remember feeling like this is very distinct she was so busy dragging me so i didn't i would have to read it again oh. but it is <laughs> so. distinct i think maybe just because of how she cites people so much and i she think does. 
she because does. she read she read a book every day. That was like her thing. You know, I was like, and she could do that because she was Bill Hooks. And but her, she read like an entire her book job. every day, every single day. So like, it does make sense why she cited people do do so that? much. That's crazy. That's crazy. I don't every day is how crazy. Like, yeah, actually, let me not. Um, yeah, maybe like Bell Hooks. She does cite people a lot. A like every lot. paragraph is another. <laughs> um, maybe like, oh, maybe it'll have to be someone like I know really well. And then you could be like, oh yeah, Bell Hooks told me that she wants to. But also, like, also like, I think it depends because you came out with the greenest eye talking about Toni Morrison wants <laughs> to do a sequel. <laughs> the greenest eye, like people crazy. might, right. People might be like, "Oh, maybe let's read it, girl." Let's right. see. Song of Song of Corinthians. Right. <laughs> Why Corinthians? You could have said Song of Esther. You could have said any other regular name: Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. <laughs> you said Song of Ecclesiastes. Why, Delaney? <laughs> wow. Well, oh, okay. No. Anyway, back to music. Right. Mm. I don't know. A lot of people, I mean, they had her, didn't they have her analyzed by like a psychologist and be like, okay, so is she good or? Yeah, they said she was perfectly sound. You believe her? I do not. I don't know if I believe, I don't know if I believe in that in general. Like, I don't know if I believe Uh. in, in that you can be possessed and all this type of stuff. Like, I, I just don't, I don't see why she couldn't have written this stuff herself. I just don't see what, like, they're like, oh, she didn't have no musical training. Like, you can figure that out, the notate stuff, and, and have, a lot. so many artists have vision and have, you know, like, not every composer went to some, like, through some rigorous training. So... I, I, I'm conflicted because like while I don't believe you can be possessed by something I wonder also like are we using this I don't believe you can be possessing something in the way like we see in the exorcist where the girl like shaking in the bed but like I wonder a, a lot of times I, I wonder like are we all using the same language for different things like when you said when someone says like you but the, the devil use you is it like that? I don't know. And also, like I like last week we talked about being like superstition. Like I am a little stitious. Like my grandma sees spirits all the time. So, like, I, so I said like I went to Jamaica with her in 2018. That's the year I said I would literally never share a bed with my grandmother again because like all night she rebukes spirits. I'm not joking. It's just like too much. So, um, I'm conflicted in that while I understand that she cannot you have no form like you can anyone can learn how to notate music it's the way in which she did it like you are talking about someone who's never had any form of training was not was able to write a symphony write um these pieces in the in the the very distinct style of Rachmaninoff in the very distinct style of Beethoven like that's where it gets funny to me because it's not just about like studying Beethoven stuff and then being like okay I'm gonna do this like if you're writing it as though like he would do it I feel like it goes beyond knowing how to notate like and she could be putting on an act and like she really is some beast 
because people like it maybe and i feel like maybe that's where it would be more believable for me like she's actually a wildly crazy good pianist and like some type of like prodigy thing and she actually can study the patterns of Rachmaninoff and be like oh maybe it'll be most likely that he did this I think that's as far as I could believe but I feel like even then how are you doing it in this very specific way like I don't I don't know um and I feel like so I feel like that's where I am actually now that I think said a lot I think like she's either some prodigy that can really but also to do that across multiple styles as well multiple composers is also whatever or she's in cahoots with somebody who was doing it for her mm-hmm. and that's also something I could believe was listening to her apartment girl I don't know like I said I could be a little stitious but like Delaney makes a good point that I don't really believe that this man is like took your hands and was like go like this and she was talking about how and Schubert, it's speaking to you English <laughs> yeah and like Schubert was talking about like how how nice Schubert actually is like just a delightful man like I don't I don't know it's and complicated he still got syphilis right and I love how classic musicians are such classic musicians because they were like so how come Schubert didn't finish how come you didn't finish Schubert's unfinished and she was like, well, Schubert said he ain't want it finished. And it's just like, all right, girl. Like, that's where, but it's like, what's the reasoning then? You know, like, how do you explain everything? It's like, it's just, there are definitely holes in the argument for me. Like, that, like, he uh, he died while writing that. How come he didn't finish it? Like, that would, would think that'd be his first order of business, not to give you something new. I don't know. I feel like, and there were people like music because of course psychologists musicologists all these people was analyzing her stuff trying to see like they had people there was one dude he was an expert on list and he said um he had an autobiography and he said he was talking about one of the the pieces and he said it's certainly in keeping with list's experimental style being mostly written in single notes in each hand it is highly chromatic and one hand is written in five four time against three two in the other the latter is not a thing that List has ever done as far as I know, but it is the sort of thing he might have done, as I said in my broadcast, which was reproduced on this record sleeve without my knowledge. Whatever. He goes on to say some other stuff. But there are some things that's like, mm, i never seen them do that, but also they could have done that. But it's just like... Like if they lived longer, then maybe he would have did that or something. Yeah. Is that enough? And also like... I Okay. Do I believe, I don't believe in this very, like, like, the way we would see somebody being possessed, like, portrayed, like, in a movie or, like, whatever, like, this, this idea. Do I believe, I just believe, like, maybe it was a very strong inspiration. And, like, you feel like Mm. when you listen to somebody's work or, like, you know somebody's work and you're like, yeah, I need to, like you know whatever like you just feel it through you maybe it was a power she felt i believe that she believes she felt overcome by those people i don't know if i would go so far as to say you sitting at the piano with beethoven you're like yeah, yeah yeah so you said what what no oh okay and then like i don't i don't really believe it was like it was like that maybe she was on her what would beethoven do type of thing and she really felt like she was swept up in this emotion or swept up in this like flow state of like yeah and then this and then this and then Beethoven would do it like this and like I feel like it was probably closer to that yeah I mean 
<clears throat> I would say that I feel like she put at, at the very least she's just putting on a show like she did she actually was a very accomplished musician and she knew how to do all that stuff I mean it's still a little fuzzy for me I don't have an explanation um because I just can't even as so I just can't come around to like maybe maybe um that'd be kind of cute to do maybe years from now to do like a I'm not gonna say out of mics but that would be I have an idea um for how we could test this theory out because I want I want to I want to see something Ooh, and I know um but he doesn't talk to me I was gonna say I know a list I know a list somebody who wrote their, his dissertation on the list but um that part So I don't know if you want to talk to me, but, uh, <laughs> girl, but there has to be so many people who are lists. I have an idea. That's what I'm saying. But I want to test this theory out. I feel like I have one other thing to say about what I think or like how I think that this occurred because like, yeah. I think maybe she was just she was just wrapped up because I just don't know like that you was really sitting there possessed by these people. I think I it was know, a strong girl. inspiration. Cause like you get wrapped up like you 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 never danced a day in your life. The spirit of balancing comes to you now. You you know now you can dance now. You know what I'm saying like somebody lying that's what's getting caught up like you could be so wrapped in the inspiration i'd be wrapped in the inspiration of viola every day and don't advance so it's like oh <laughs> <laughs> right you channeling primrose <laughs> right meanwhile <laughs> like so right primrose coming no you know what i'm not even gonna call that in just in case but um you never know, girl. You never know. Okay, but those are more like technical. Like, if it, if the answer was for me doing a seance to bring Primrose here. I should have been did that. Because, like, dance, actually playing an instrument, like, have very specific technical, like, just physical ability things that. I mean, Liz was possessing her, which almost how that worked because if he was playing, you know, Liz he was known for he had real big hands. Right, that's a good point. But maybe so now, she was, maybe he was outlining stuff. Well, she said he was like playing through her. Oh, but I see what you mean. Like he wasn't just like, yeah, like ten finger stretch and stuff like that. Because he did. Um, she said she said it was a few bars at a time with him. Yeah, I ought to compose it. She should have. Maybe it would have been more re- realistic. I don't know. I'm saying I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's where I'm at. Because, girl, I don't know. But let us know what you think. We done? We moving on? Yeah, I can't. I still haven't got back what I was thinking, but it's fine. Oh, dang. I thought that was it. No, I can't remember it. It's fine. Oh, okay. All right, y'all. Time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. This week, I'm talking about Alicia Zamore. 
sorry why did i write it so loopy yep alicia zamore um she is a clarinetist she went to rice and stuff and she just uh won the second slash e-flat clarinet uh position at the houston ballet orchestra um shout out to the black orchestral network for sharing that story with us shout out to you alicia and yeah do your big one mama you got a piece of the week um my piece of the week is called grubalai um and it is by allegedly it's by list slash rosemary brown so if you know if you're very familiar with lists then listen to group of lines tell me that's that's actually the piece that when i that i said that quote by the list um scholar that's mm-hmm. a piece that he was talking about mm-hmm. um and i listened to because there's a there's an album and it's called a musical seance um so y'all can look that up if y'all want to hear some of the compositions it doesn't say here which ones are are attributed to which composer so you're gonna have to look that up but um i know that group of Lie was attributed to um to list mm. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to the Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. Join the Ebony Tower. It's not free, but it's lit. That's patreon.com slash Classically Black Podcast. Follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you're black, join ISBM. That is free. ISBlackMusicians.com. ISBlackMusicians on social media. Thank you for listening, and we will catch y'all next week. Come on. Short episode. Bye. Right, out. In and out. Bye. <laughs>